0: hello 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 everybody out there welcome to the dyb podcast do you believe podcast with your hosts max and lee say hi
1: hey guys what's going on
0: yeah so today uh, is friday and we are we are, we are recording and we're going to talk about quantum supremacy um which is different from white supremacy And (laughs) I saw I was
1: reading uh, like the Wikipedia page on um, quantum supremacy and it said criticisms of quantum supremacy. The first one was like a like a technological problem they had to deal with. But then below that was like, "Um, they don't like the name because uh, it might supremacy is kind of a bad word.
0: I did not know that. (laughs) It's kind of a bad word. Oh, God. I did that accent. He did was so funny. Um. Anyway. So yeah. So that's what we're doing. Uh, we're we're gonna talk about quantum supremacy and I think some other things that I kind of had in mind as well as little conspiracy theories speckled in there. Um. So yeah. Let's let's jump into it. So the idea of quantum supremacy is basically, you know, looking forward in technological world. Uh. You know, who's gonna reign? Uh, with quantum computers basically is kind of the what I, how I would summarize it who's going to perfect quantum computing and be able to implement it in you know the largest way and I guess when I say who is going to be able to do that first I mean it's, I guess it's up in the air whether it's depending on you know which country is going to be able to do it first which company is going to be able to do it first I mean whoever figures it out would you know it's not like I'm a professional I don't know too much about it but um, from what I understand you can basically control just everything and you know again i don't know the science behind it and the math behind it but it's basically you know computers that instead of just i mean the simple version is computers that instead of just being you know a one or zero per bit that bit can be um a a zero and a one at the same time so it's like in in space sort of like cyberspace and it can be in two locations at once sort of thing um i don't know if that's what they I don't know what that's called, but it's something about quarks or something. I don't really know. But basically, you know, these things can just, whatever, cybernetically bounce around, and, and they can be in two places at once at the same time. You know, I don't really understand it, so don't ask me the technicalities, but that's how people explain it, you know. Do you have anything else to add about that, Lee? Uh, like another definition you've heard? Um, So when I looked
1: up, like... I guess the original quantum supremacy because I just like at that title, I was just like, Oh yeah, it's whoever gets quantum computing first. But I I think like the, the official definition by, I can't remember the scientist's name, um, but it's whenever you can get a quantum computer to do a computation that would actually be impossible for a standard computer to do, then you have achieved quantum supremacy. Uh, I believe we have not done this yet. And it was interesting reading how not there we are. <laughs> um, we're yeah. getting there, but. Um, um, and I'll just briefly say like the, the main hurdle right now of developing this technology is basically when you go, it can be a one or a zero at the same time, but it has to be in a certain state. It usually requires like extreme cold temperatures. Um, but as soon as you oh, yeah, go got like
0: copper tubing with water all around it or something and dry ice and shit, like it's crazy, wow. but
1: like, um, as soon as they go in to see if it's a one or a zero, like to measure it or to get the answer to their thing, like it all starts to like break apart, like instantaneously
0: and mechanically try... you mean, or like the, <laughs> or the, it's, the, it's, the, it's... the computer itself, like the algorithm just gets confused or what.
1: Basically, the the mechanical parts of the computer trying to read the what are they quarks, qubits? I I saw a bunch of random words, but whatever they're that that particle that can be a one or a zero at the same time. When the mechanical parts try to read that, that messes with the state of that particle, and you have to read it so fast because like it basically it thaws out.
0: It like overheats. It's called uh,
1: dis dis discoherence. I think is the word it just like everything just crumbles. So the, the issue is like, if you're trying to run a complex calculation, you actually will get errors because it's reading them wrong because they got messed up because they didn't read it fast enough. And that's kind of the, that's the big hurdle well, I mean, trying to get past. So,
0: so but wouldn't that mean that quantum computing is kind of already here? It's like breaking machines. <laughs> now they just well, have to figure out how to harness it. Well, they're or? not
1: breaking. It's not breaking the machines. It's, the machines can't, it's breaking the particles. They they need to get these particles in quantum state, which I meant to look up what exactly that entails. All I know is now it's get, get things real cold, but it falls out of that quantum state so quickly. And when it does just the computations don't work, nothing breaks, but it's, I don't know. It's like you go like in a standard computer and you go to read one or zero and there's nothing there. (laughs) That's kind of what it's doing. So it, it doesn't know what to do with that so you've got all these computations going on at the same time where it needs to read one or zero of many different things all at once and if one of those is missing the whole thing like it just doesn't work it can't be accurate so
0: that, that's no i see they just they it sounds though like they just need to kind of be able to harness it like they have the power in a way but they need to figure out a i don't know
1: they need to interact with the particle without messing with it. That's their that's their issue. Mm-hmm. Now they had proposed an idea of like setting up like a bunch of like you've got a thing that reads a thing that reads a thing <laughs> so that it's um getting it away getting the information away from the particle before it can collapse. And it's it's complicated. I'll leave it. At you gotta that. link
0: up to Japan and stuff. Dude, yeah, dude, I was um, I mean like if you think about you know, the way computers work now, I mean, I think the smallest particle of a computer, whatever, is a bit, right? And that's either a one or a zero. And then bits make up blocks of code, basically, that are I don't know what those turn into, technically the speaking, like what it's called, but you know, a chunk of bit of bits will equal one or zero, I think maybe is a makeup, you know, for a bigger bit. And there's all these different switches that can turn on the ones and zeros, you know, and, and then make decisions up up a tree kind of thing. And so, I don't know, quantum computing, I think the idea, the scary part of it is I can just break all of that and turn everything off, basically. And so, um, you know, so so I mean, if you think about it right now, there, or before today, decades ago, there was basically a race for the internet kind of thing I, I want to say, you know, and I think America did it pretty well with AT&T or whoever built it, I don't know, Bell, whatever they were called back then. But what I'm trying to say is that, um, you know, those physical towers and, and the machinery that goes with it, I think I've talked about this before on the show, but you basically, you know, America dominates that landscape. And so that's how, you know, countries or different places communicate. It's how in- information is transferred. People talk, how business is done. So if you have all of your towers and infrastructure built up across the country, and the world, the globe, then you know you can basically. Either, I mean, you can do a lot of things with that. You can help countries, you know, grow and stuff, and um, have more rapid responses to emergencies, things like that. But then there's also kind of a double-edged sword with it, where if someone, you know, obviously, does, you know, who's, who has a bad view like worldview of the world or wants it a bad thing you know has a bad uh, agenda then if they dominated that you know i don't know whatever whoever dominates the landscape 4g basically kind of won over business and all this stuff <clears throat> and what i'm trying to say is like um now there's a race for you know 5g which i think is supposed to help support quantum in a way it's definitely like a step towards it you know what i'm saying so and and i think it's think i could be wrong you know you'd have to fact check me but i think the idea of 5g towers is to be able to support a quantum com- like a quantum computing infrastructure and <clears throat> and communication through quantum computing to a certain degree um i think but what i'm trying to say is you know and and something i read in the Economist a long time ago this is i don't remember what the article was called but so you fact check me on this back in the day when everyone was trying to dominate 4g America rolled it out pretty well. And then I think like the East didn't do so well, you know, like I was reading specifically, China didn't do do too well with it. And so they kind of lost out on that. But, um, but recently, you know, like China's doing pretty well economically and whatnot. And so they've, they've pledged something like three, it's either three or more billion dollars. I want to say it was honestly something like $30 billion. They, I think, um, wanted to invest, I don't know, it was a lot of money. Again, fact checking, they just, the government put a lot of money towards 5G infrastructure globally. So if they already kind of, you know, they're, I, they probably understand quantum computing pretty well. And so if they know how it works, they're probably not going to tell everyone yet until they build the, the infrastructure. And so this article I was reading about is that, you know, they were, you know, China basically has all these agreements with a lot of Middle Eastern and African countries, and they're giving them jobs and all this stuff. Um, kind of doing almost basically what america did to china a long time ago in a really ironic way and so china is basically now building up all of these 5g infrastructures in their in other countries so they're expanding like pretty quickly and if they know how quantum computing works then they, there's a lot you can do with that you know what i'm saying we can we can go into that if yeah you want.
1: and it's to put it into perspective like like, my computer now, like, it's it's funny looking back, like, 10 years ago, what we thought was a good computer. And we're like, oh, that's just silly. We're, like, you know, way ahead of that. But, like, this is...
0: Yeah, the like... internet was so primitive growing up, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, there,
1: were,
0: there were two websites. I don't even remember what they were. I was so young. But then within a couple of years, you started seeing a lot of, I guess, domains. Sorry, go ahead. I kind of cut you off.
1: But, like, just the... It is, the jump from standard computers, the best ones that we have right now, even our supercomputers that we have, wherever, are, like, laughably primitive compared to quantum computing. How fast, like, it is. So, I don't know, something that would take... 60 million years for our fastest super computer to calculate. Um, quantum computers can do in like 20 seconds. Like it's yeah. it's an insane jump. Like I don't think people understand. Just to put in
0: perspective, like, I mean, the first computers, uh, you know, I don't know when the first one was used for, you know, space travel or anything like this, but um, the first computers were huge. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was decades ago. Um, but all they would be it, it t- they took up a whole room basically one computer and it would be able to <laughs> basically compute like what i was saying before just bits basically be able to read lines of, of codes that were just zeros and ones to my knowledge and yeah. that was all it did and it took a whole room and then it would probably spit out binary and you'd have to read it on a piece of paper you know and then interpret what it was saying i don't know really but um it's just crazy because now they're on our desks we you know, a lot of people have two or three of them in their house and they are millions of times stronger than the old computer. It's just wild. So we probably have you know, coffee then, makers that are, <laughs> that have more computer yeah, power. Than yeah, us. exactly. So actually that's something I want to get into though. Kind of is, um, that's a good point. There's a lot of chips, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, I don't know. This is something to think about like countries, you know, we, we obviously have a global supply chain and, um, there's like you know, a lot of technology has chips in them, you know, whatever to transmit data, and whatever, and make stuff function. You know, I don't know exactly where it all comes from. A lot of it's probably like South Korea, China, uh, probably maybe Japan. I don't really know where like Nvidia and all these all these companies are, but um, basically, hold on, sorry, be I feel like I have to pick this up. <laughs> Hold on, I'll, I'll, see. I'll see. I'm going to have to listen to this voicemail in a second, honestly, but um, because I don't know who this number is. But what I was trying to say is uh, there's a lot of chips in different technology, you know? Yeah. And basically, um, wherever it comes from, if they can control the chips – you know, from another computer that could shut stuff off. So there's a book called ghost fleet and it's not so much. I don't think it's so much quantum computing. I haven't read all of it. I've only read like maybe 80 pages of it, but basically it's, it's kind of world war three. And this dude tries to explain world war three, uh, from a stance of basically, um, two you know, different countries using technology against each other for war instead of like bombs and missiles and stuff. So, basically, the thing with that is, like, uh, they, they, they at one point shut off, like, China, like, China's attacking, I think, the United States in this book. And they basically shut off all of um, America's fleets of, uh, uh, like, submarines. So, none of the submarines can communicate. They can't do anything. And then they, they shut off, I think, American satellites and stuff like that. Um, and so in the book, you know, there's basically, I don't know what all goes on in, in it, but I kind of read the synopsis and it's basically like, uh, corporations start using their own supply chains in their own countries to help the government out. Cause they can't like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's pretty crazy. And then the U S has to use like, uh, old ships and bring them kind of like back to life in order to fight the war because I don't know. It's, it's more rudimentary, so it's not as hackable in a way, I guess. Yeah. Well, I gotta listen to the voice really quick. Keep, no, you can talk. I here. will continue <laughs>
1: talking from here. But yeah, the with quantum computing, the big that's the the big push for this is, I guess it it's double edged. So you've got people that want to create like next level security for you know their systems that can if you can encrypt with a A quantum computer it would almost it would be impossible given eternity (laughs) for a supercomputer to be able to crack it so um that's nice but then at the same time um all of our like if you take like bitcoins like blockchain um encryption that nobody can break through like quantum computer could do it in an instant and it's already just then it's just you know bitcoin's done right (laughs) um yeah oh you,
0: well i i was talking to somebody about that and they, i mean they were saying well you gotta figure that there's a team that's building you know the kind of the next gen of uh security for it
1: hopefully but then so, so go who, ahead so yeah. who's doing that though because i would like exactly. to think you that the be, chinese you have have government's have going to be doing it it's gonna beat you to it like just manpower like I feel like you've got a team of nerds that are just like, all right, we're going to make the next level security for Bitcoin versus like thousands and thousands of Chinese people that are being forced to <laughs> figure it out by the Chinese government. They'll get to it quicker. So that kind of, Oh sucks.
0: yeah. If the government is like, Oh, we're going to put all of our resources towards, towards figuring out quantum computing and building the infrastructure, man, then that's what happens. So that's what gets done over there, you know? And then yeah. But yeah. I'm saying they already, I mean, they they're basically kind of doing it because with, loans that they give out to all these you know there's a bunch of countries for the belt and road initiative that i'm again i'm pretty sure parts of the contract are basically saying you have to have our 5g towers and whatever yeah
1: um and yeah just uh, (laughs) it's basically like um our security that we have now like becomes a joke i was trying to think of a good analogy of like it's like having like our current technology is like just having like a latch on your gate in your yard that somebody can just reach over and lift up and walk through. <laughs> that's basically what yeah, our That's yeah. what our security is going to turn into once this is done. That's a really good point. So, um, yeah that that's that's probably the scary part. It. If we don't get it first,
0: <laughs> but well, uh, I mean the thing is, is I don't know. I I, I mean. I don't even know if it's really a. I don't. I just don't even know if it's like can be a question of which country gets it first. Like it's. I almost think it's gonna be a group of just people, who know. I don't know, man. It. Because honestly, I feel like if you, if you're developing that stuff, there's no way you can keep it a secret. It's someone's gonna find out in almost every country. They're gonna leak it. It's gonna be top secret stuff. That you, you know what I'm saying. There's spies, but.
1: Well I've always I, like, kind of the, thought like, I don't know. I mean if there was a group of people that were actually making headway in this, that they would just be snatched up by the government. They'd be like, Alright, you're working for us now <laughs> You know.
0: Yeah. Well so 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 the book that I was well, again that same that Ghost Fleet book, it um again just from a synopsis of it or however you say it, uh, this this the plot was basically saying that there's an eccentric billionaire who steps in to help the united states government with like something i don't know if it was like either quantum or if it was like technology research or whatever. i think it may have just been supply chain and, and stuff that he had in space and i was re- like man this sounds exactly like elon musk but <laughs> like, but it was it was talking about that and then, and then it was like companies like walmart started doing stuff to back their you know like but i don't know man it's like uh You gotta trust that they're even on the side of America. (laughs) I don't know, dude. It seems like a lot of politicians don't really like this country for some reason.
1: (laughs) All right. I wanted to talk about another thing that they're, and this this will tie in a little bit with like our five G discussion because uh, uh, you'll see. Anyway, it's called was it sentient world simulation. Mm -hmm. um uh i didn't get a good is this in development or developed or developing we are definitely making headway on it
0: but it's um i feel like it's probably underdeveloped it's like in development and plausible that it's already developed that we just don't know about it
1: (laughs) so currently you know we have stuff we have algorithms algorithms with like social media and stuff to kind of look at the things you like (laughs)
0: everybody loves that word and data (laughs) data bro go (laughs) go play in the art but anyways
1: (laughs) (laughs) um that they use these algorithms to kind of get a build sort of like a profile of us that's really not that great um Because there are limitations to what AI can do, what algorithms can do with our computational power and just the tech alone with AI. But if you, I guess their plan here is once we get quantum computing down, it just because of the exponential computing power, they can basically simulate reality and watch that develop so that they can use it to kind of, you know, (laughs) they they basically know everything about
0: you like they know what you're doing what you're doing your habits good i was just gonna say i feel like the idea is that they have a whole profile built up on individually you and on that's across the the board everybody you know at least in their country and it's like they know they can the idea is that in this simulation they're trying to predict basically what you're going to do throughout the day and have a copy of you kind of thing which is so weird and um, and I mean, the thing about it is, especially if we have quantum computing already, they could easily test this out on us and honestly do it kind of legally, too, is the thing because of I want to say the Patriot Act. I don't really know exactly the verbiage in that document. Maybe that's why they
1: extended it.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, OK, well, now they have the they there's a legal foundation for them to be able to basically spy on us. And people, you know, are always like, oh, well. You know, I'm not doing anything wrong, so I don't care. But it's it's just kind of a, like there's there's this huge collection of data that's being just gobbled up and fed into just cyber intelligence, basically. Um, and that's creepy, dude. Like they can they can it, you know the idea I mean that I that comes to my mind is if they know if someone knows what everyone's saying and doing and what they like to do and what they talk about and what they complain about and what people have opinions on they can basically use it to create you know a schema or a plan to divide if if that's what they so choose you know what I'm saying Um, they can divide the country and whatever I mean it could be even going on right now you never know because they've even got like AI now that you can just give it keywords from what I understand and give it keywords and then it'll write a whole script of a news article or something So you gotta think, you know, where's all this this data, where are all the nodes of data that they're getting, this didn't just come out of nothing, like, they have nodes that are basically fed into this, and it's probably, like, a ton of data points, Yeah. so where are they getting it, and it's like, uh, they're getting it from you, (laughs) you know what I mean, and me, like, all of us.
1: So, like, that's, so to tie it in with the 5G, I think this is their plan, at least, I mean, China looks like they're well ahead in doing this, but it's, 'Cause they've now got cameras on every street corner that can see your face and know who you are and know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's so having 5G, it can handle all of the information at once. Um so they can take that then and throw it into this throw that data, constant stream of data into their their new
0: system. But even when even like it's like hard to I feel like it's hard when you talk to people for them to evoke, like, uh, I know this, this may be kind of misleading, but to, like, evoke emotion in them to think about it. Because, again, it's a lot of times they're just people are just, oh, well, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong, so I don't care. But it's like, dude, they, you know, uh, I'm sure the government knows if you were to say one word, like, a certain word, whether you would, like, frown and be sad from it. You know, if you're FaceTiming people and they're collecting all that data, they see how you react to, like, certain things that people say they can start associating feeling with a basically like a code script and just be like, okay, if you see frown, then blah, blah, blah. If you, or, you know, if you say this, then it'll create a frown kind of thing is what the AI would be telling the script. And then they'd be like, you know, Oh, we're going to spread this sort of narrative to divide people. If you know what I'm saying? And I, I want to say, we can all see that going on right now. It's just very weird. Like, yeah maybe and if it's quantum computing they can almost like the way i'm thinking of it is like they take it's almost like a cybernet that gets like uh this sounds probably stupid it may not even convey convey the message but it's almost like this through the phone or something it can create this like digital uh surrounding over you almost like an aura and just collect all your data and then like basically it's like following you and like i don't know that sounds stupid but i'm imagining like a blanket of zeros and ones just surrounding my body like at all times and so it's like, okay, they know this movement, they know this, blah, blah, blah. And um, I don't know. Or, and I think I've mentioned this a lot, it could also be the fact of, uh, uh, like I was reference this, Justice League, DC, Um I always forget the name, but that's what it's called, I remembered. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they take Cyborg and like feed his whole network. Like a, he has a network to the whole globe basically and they feed like a virus into it where people see their screen and, they, and it makes them react and basically turn into zombies. So everyone who sees a screen while this virus is active, it just instantly, like, turns crazy and starts attacking people. And if you haven't seen the screen, you get attacked by, by all those people that are running after you, dude. It's crazy. It's super weird. And it's it's almost too perfect of a metaphor, I think. So
1: so the vibes I got was... um. Uh, Both Minority Report um, for regular movie watchers and then psychopaths if you're like an anime watcher where the idea is that they can use how you behave, your reactions, they're calculating what your feelings are. They can determine are you at risk of committing a crime, basically. Um, Oh, they
0: do that. Yeah, they do that in Xinjiang. So...
1: (laughs) that that to me at least if that doesn't scare you for all the people that are like well if i'm not doing anything wrong i've got nothing to worry about well people um, are also
0: like it'll keep my community safer because there's cameras around it's like, right.
1: <laughs> but this should be the final like i mean if, if this doesn't change their mind then geez they're already lost but yeah it's just just like i don't know they think you're going to do a crime, they, so they you're in constant, jail. That's it. You can't argue against constant, the machine.
0: Like, yeah, it's oh yeah, Minority Report. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, you reference it, or I know what t I know what Minority Report is. I've yeah. I have not seen it, but I know what it is.
1: Now there's this kind of silly where they have like some psychics in like this bathtub <laughs> that can
0: see the so, future. But dude, no, no. So have you read Um, Ubik before by Philip K. Dick? No, P.K.D. You should, you should check. That's another one you should add to your list. All right. It's yeah. pretty short. I actually just started reading it the other day. Because, but there's like, psych, there's a psychic uh, company. And it's basically this billionaire. I, I don't, it, okay. I forget though in the book whether it's a natural born gift to have to be psychic. Or if it's some cybernotic thing. I can't remember. I would imagine it's, I don't know. But basically, these. It's there's a company of these psychic people. That this guy hires and they're supposed to be used for like good, you know, they're supposed to help people. Yeah. Like kind of with crimes or whatever. And then, um, but then some, they start getting murdered. A lot of them that work for that company. I can't, and that's, I, I can't remember why, but there's a, there's people who die in it. And if you die, you can get put into what's called half life. And basically there's, I don't, I don't remember how exactly it works in the book. I don't even know if they explain it, but you're put into sort of like a cryogenic, Thing you could imagine, and then there's a way to basically turn on a dead person using their electrical activity. And each time you turn them on, like they, it takes a lot of energy out. So you can only start them back up so many times. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So, hmm, but it's it was weird, dude. It's a weird book. You should check it out. And there's a there's a spray called Ubik, and it just like makes everything, it can make anything into anything. Like it's weird. Hmm. You should check it out. I will.
1: yeah that's kind of uh yeah i don't like it i don't like it one bit
0: (laughs) the whole idea of the just just that
1: whole simulation thing like it's weird it's even weird enough on its own just like just somebody having like this exact copy of me and using it to predict how i'm gonna behave now the, the crime thing's like next level scary but like it just even before that though it's just i don't know i don't like it man i don't trust these robots
0: yeah man another one another one of pkd's <laughs> books he uh he wrote he wrote um do something's called do androids dream yeah do androids dream of electric sheep and there's a ton of books or movies and probably books that were basically stole his idea and basically just made i think like iRobot and uh oh what's that one it's like my favorite movie i always forget the name of it where this guy gets hired by a tech dude well blade runner was that's one of them that was inspired by it that's a fact but the one where um Damn, I always forget what it's called, where ugh, this guy gets hired, basically, by a tech dude. He's kind of the face oh. of Google in this universe. Ex- and then Machima. he gets hired. Yes, yes, yes. yes I that's love cool. that. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a good one. I think that, that was also, yeah, that was definitely um, modeled after do uh, Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. But it's basically just the idea of there's all these Androids running around. And you don't really know who's who. And while you're reading, it's like you you can't tell who's who either. It's really weird. <laughs> Ooh. it's a good one that's probably i think he that might be like his bo- most famous book honestly yeah i've heard of
1: it I actually i have it i haven't read it yet <clears throat> but
0: i think i, I sent my it. copy to my brother and i don't think he's read it i've sure. learned not to give books to people to be honest yeah they never come back i've <laughs> never too out and they not come probably back. don't you know, <laughs> yeah it's, I've, I've lent out way too many probably like like five I never learned a lesson
1: but at the same time I have a book that I haven't given back either
0: <laughs> I was just I was just about to say you know what's really funny is actually the book Ghost Fleet <laughs> my, my buddy in the Marines dude he loaned it to me <laughs> and I haven't given it back and I honestly dude, admit I, I messed it up too dude. I spilled water on it jeez. Oh, <laughs> I told him at least. I was like, dude, I owe you. Oh, that's (laughs) so awful. And I'm like talking all this shit on people that (laughs) do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) What goes around comes around, but I don't know. Whatever. Karma, call it something.
1: Well, um, I guess I can... uh, all right, we're going down this conspiracy rabbit hole, so buckle up. <laughs> Put on your tin pile cap. What if we are the simulation?
0: Ooh.
1: I don't know how to prove it, but you know.
0: <laughs> well, dude, if you can just hit a pole really hard and phase through it, then it's okay. definitely a simulation.
1: I'll try it out after this. <laughs> try that out. I'll let you know. Try that out see if it worked um and then there's other things like uh what is it that the the reason that quantum computing can can basically do the same calculation over top of itself you know because the particles can be both one and zero at the same time is because they're switching between dimensions and that um somebody had said that's where they get their energy from to compete. Yeah, so and we're like, actually stealing energy from another dimension. And what if there's sentient so beings would that mean in that, that dimension? We, like,
0: invented a way to just do it on Earth, and then we use that knowledge and power to reach out into another place and grab energy to like that doesn't uh, that one's kind of weird to me. I don't really get it. Well, like it's we're stealing like let's energy say. And we're, uh, to, like, fuel the quantum computing? or Yeah. Sort of, yes.
1: So, imagine I have a room. Have <clears throat>
0: I've,
1: got, I've got my room, and I've got four apples. And there's a room next to me that also has four apples. And I open the door and take four of those apples. That room has no apples. So,
0: that's basically, like... Just throwing them into a black hole, basically. Just stealing it. <laughs> those memes where it's, like... Sally has five bananas, and Jack has three crayons how many ducks do they have
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then of course i've heard the mandela effect thrown around that like um quantum computing and or cern particle collider thing has actually messed with our dimension somehow um or like Maybe the dimension that we're borrowing energy from is basically like a parallel universe that's similar to ours but slightly different and we've stolen some of those slightly different bits and now we're confused. And that's what Manila Effect is.
0: <laughs> oh, it's almost like we like took a piece of DNA from them and put it into yeah. our like, storylines DNA and then it just like... It's a good analogy. It, yes. It like, um...
1: I think those are the only crazy ones I had. And then, I don't know, just, of course, government just mass controlling everybody.
0: But I mean, like, the thing with the, um, sim- the mass simulation, or I don't want to call it mass simulation, but it's that, that network that they're creating of clones of us, so I guess that's a simulation. <laughs> the, yes. the one that they're creating is, like, uh, I feel like it's definitely realistic if you can kind of use, you know, quantum computing. Because there's, like, a a concept in algorithms called entanglement where you're basically... Co- I think the idea is you're basically kind of collecting, like, a bunch of different data points from different parts and painting a picture with it. And you can just do that on a huge scale with quantum computing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. When I Simulation lo- thing seems pretty legit to me. Like, they got, they're just running the globe on a computer right now and, like, seeing what everyone's doing.
1: Yeah. So that's what I saw when I looked up Sentient World Simulation like in just like a YouTube video. And it looked like you're basically playing SimCity, um, in the video I watched with all of this data that's coming in from all these places all at once. And then you can make decisions to improve your city.
0: (laughs) What if it was on an extreme level, you know, it was just kind of like, okay, I know that at five o'clock, let's say six, six, six 30. Um, during the like on the weekends there's a certain demographic of people that go to this area to drink and whatever and it's like we know on weekends there's another certain demographic that demographic of people that like we understand from all the data they don't like those type of people or something so like they then they orchestrate away through like advertisements and stuff to get people in the same spot at the same time crazy
1: <laughs> no that's even you know just outside of like quantum computing and stuff there's like a shepherd
0: shepherd leading like two like gangs of of two different sheep like into each other and just having them duke it out
1: (laughs) yeah no there's like just on a regular like just using social media i've seen instances of like people will schedule events within proximity of another group that disagrees completely in order to create chaos or to create news. Insane, dude. I bet that It's like I was.
0: It's it. like it's like we said the other week. Like it's like these two groups that hate each other end up manifesting each other, and it's it's like a sickness, dude. <laughs> Indeed. It's super weird. And they, and it's like the stuff they get angry about. Most people, it's like that's not it. a lot of it's just not even true. I don't know, whatever. Most of it's not even true or it's, like, blown way out of proportion. Most people
1: don't even know why they're angry.
0: Not even the whole story. Yeah.
1: It's like, no, you're angry.
0: Exactly. And when you start asking them and, like, digging into certain things that they, like, really believe in or or something, they kind of – I feel like a lot of people get frustrated. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then they'll either curse you out or, like, strike you or just walk off and not really confront the dilemma yeah that's like always been a, my in a, thing in like, a productive civil way it just doesn't happen
1: like if somebody's just asking you questions and you can't answer them and you're getting mad about it like that's everybody knows you have no idea what you're talking about
0: <laughs> you're not fooling Dude, honestly anybody. i feel like yeah if you're if you're getting mad about something that you believe in that means that you don't think it's true that's what i don't know it's possible yeah i think Psychologically, that's like, why else would you get so pissed about it if you... It's either that if you, or... If you actually believed it was real, like... I mean, I get that some things that are real are bad, but, like, that that really do happen. But everyone gets really, really pissed about it and, like, will just do obscene things. And, I don't know. It's almost like, do you really believe that this? it's, like, at this degree, at least? Like, answer me that, you know? Like, I don't know. Is it worth doing a bunch of crazy shit for or not i guess that's what i'm trying to yeah and, and it, it could just
1: be like the thing that they're fighting for is like it's it, it may not be true but they have been convinced that it is and then
0: they've been told to laugh
1: yeah but then again it doesn't make sense why you would get angry at people asking you questions my my other my other angle is just like people just don't like to be wrong <laughs> And it's exposing their weakness. Exposing that they don't know what they're talking about. So, you know, they may still believe what they're saying, they just can't put it into words because they don't fully understand it. And then they get mad because they look stupid. you know. Versus that, or yes, they yeah. know it's
0: wrong and they're scared to...
1: I-, I like both of those theories, so...
0: I don't know. I mean, I get, like, be- becoming emotional about a belief that you have, but it's like, you get all worked up to me that's a signal that like either you just don't know maybe i mean i don't know i'm sure i've been guilty so i guess it's like maybe you're just you don't know how to handle like the arguments so you just act out but then there's i think a lot of cases where if you keep digging in people like end up realizing like they don't believe what they're saying and then they get then they get mad you know if it's like a civil person who's not quick to anger and then but you keep asking questions and then they get pissed off it's like You probably don't believe what you think then. Uh, Hot take.
1: Yeah. And then you can, I don't know. I can usually tell a difference between somebody being passionate about the discussion Mm -hmm. because they're still making sense, right? And they're just trying to argue passionately about their thing instead of, but yeah, when you switch to the either like name calling or chanting really loud or just saying, I don't need to talk to to you. On the
0: next track. (laughs) you know well but what about blah 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 whoa 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 you didn't even answer the first question (laughs) you know Bibbity bobbity boo come on here
1: (laughs) but yeah well that's all i have on quantum computing i don't know if there's any other hot topics you need to talk about other than people getting mad about people questioning what they think
0: (laughs) no i don't think i really have anything to say um we're at an hour so about right
1: 42 minutes
0: that's all well i guess something i do want to bring up is i i i am sure he doesn't listen but this uh this podcast but like dude there was a there's like something going on near me and i got to run into uh this dude that i watch a lot of anomaly it was pretty cool i got on his live stream pretty stoked
1: that was cool or famous
0: i plugged i plugged the, the pod I plugged the pot.
1: <laughs> I, I went back and looked at the stats. We did get about double the hits on that day, so shut up. But I don't know that we retained. Are,
0: it. <laughs> are you are you being serious right now?
1: Well, yeah, we normally do like twenty, and I think we had forty that day. So, For which one? Um, I'm looking. I at don't know. Like I don't uh, know which episodes. That, culture that, culture was was just, that, one. that was just daily. Downloads. Dude, Kandahara,
0: is a decent. That one's been growing. People like that stuff.
1: It's fun. See, that's why, you know, I like to do the fun ones because we need a break from like reality. Like, let's just
0: just have a real fun. You got to face it on, though. But yeah, dude, sometimes this this fun stuff's good. And dude, we we started talking about quantum computing, then we ended up talking about like people reacting to opposite opinions. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? That's how you know this is a good show, folks. <laughs> we cover it all.
1: <laughs> well, um, podcast at gmail.com send us some requests. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about. At some point, I'm trying to convince my wife and my sister to talk about the Free Britney Conspiracy because that's a big hot one in the uh, social media. Yeah, something along the lines of like uh, the record label basically owns Britney Spears.
0: Oh, I think I think I saw that some like some stories about that popping up recently. Actually, yeah. So that's a like, that's a hot one. topic that they know
1: more about, and I trying trying to get them to do it because I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Dude, have a girls' night and that's wine, your nails, get your nails done and discuss this stuff. You know, and get and take notes, bro. Just bring a notepad because they're gonna talk fast, boy. <laughs>
1: But yeah, other than that, I don't know. I don't know. No. Oh yeah, since we are, we do we didn't live stream this one. But since we do have video or
0: p- picture. That could also be another reason why we had doubled because we were on Twitch. But what's up? Maybe.
1: Um I'd like to go back and touch on some of the ancient civilization stuff now that I can do it more effectively. Because you need pictures to see. There's a yes. lot of times that I it, it's so hard to explain without pictures. So we have um, the technology. Yes. we're close
0: to quantum computing, dude. We can, if not already there. So so that's on my radar.
1: Big- <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I'm down. Maybe maybe next Friday, dude. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There's so much. We'll have to do multi parts. So yes, that's what we'll do. So tune in. It'll be fun because. Um, the world of anthropology and all that stuff, it's full of holes, so I'll expose them all. But yeah, uh, that's all I got. I'll say bye. Max, you can uh, say bye if you want.
0: Baby-dee-bobbity-boo. baby dee bye